What You Need to Know is being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Clinton Yates is in not just today, but all of next week for Sedano NLZ. In fact, I'll take a picture every week <laughs> to show you all. What you're dealing with. I'm Show good. us all oh, what we're dealing with. Gotcha. The handsome man community. Okay. Hey, Once listen, uh, Wednesday of next week, Clinton and I, along with Greg Bergman, we will be out at Rams training camp. So if you're a Rams fan, and if in your mind it's already turning into football season, because the Cowboys have already started training camp in Oxnard, we will be at the Rams training camp Wednesday at UC Irvine, bringing you a live broadcast, interviewing players, coaches, and sitting there having a chance to watch. But right now, what you need to know, and here is Laura. All right, guys, so a few days ago, I told you guys that Leslie Grace, a Latina, was casted as Batgirl in a new HBO series. Yes. And now, my baby daddy, a.k.a. Zaddy, a.k.a. Michael oh. B. Jordan, okay? Oh. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Nothing. Moving right along. <laughs> Wait, did I miss right something? along. <laughs> and Thank his you. <laughs> liar society production company are developing their own black Superman project for HBO Max. The series centers on... The Valzad incarnation of the character. And I was like, yo, that's so dope. Like, we need more representation, especially with superheroes. I'm here for it. So I wanted to let you guys know. That's awesome. And a funny story. I actually wrote, so I wrote, I wrote about this, this whole black Superman situation. And one of the things I wrote about was this is, and this is an interesting convo on some level, is that like, if you have a Superman that's black, you have to call him black superman specifically because like the whole thing about clark kent is that people don't notice him because he's just another average white dude like that doesn't work the same way if he's not a white guy you know what i'm saying and so like if you're going to change the character you have to actually change the name as well i'm looking forward to that is that what they're going to do though like seriously i mean that's what you wrote about but is that really what they're i think do? it's called black superman yeah Wow, cool. Do they I don't know the if the character will be referred to in the movie as such, and I don't necessarily know that he has to be, but I think that the title of the movie definitely has to include that. Hey, look, it's Black Superman <laughs> versus, hey, now there's White Superman. No, it's not about that. It's just that Black Superman is Black Superman. That's no, all I got it. I got nuts. Listen, Laura, you bring it up all the time. Representation, a little bit more, but keep bringing it. Um, also... Rams camp is a tank top situation for me. If you really oh want to no, get it's down not for real. Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought we were bringing a game. What happened to that? Is a tank top? You mean without a t shirt underneath? I mean, I look good in a tank top, and I don't mean like raggedy. Raggedy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, I bring the noise. <laughs> but, you know. All right. Well, it's you do pressure. you. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's what you need to know. It's brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, hey, guys, listen, we've been talking a lot today about the Dodgers and Kenley Jansen, but I, I want to just talk about something that's, that's in the news today, and I think there's the, the, there is a, a connection locally here that we should all be thinking about, especially if you're a USC or UCLA fan, football and basketball. Clinton, I'm sure you've seen the story today about how Oklahoma and Texas are planning to leave the Big 12 conference to go join the SEC, right? You've seen yeah. this? To me, this is a monster story in college sports because you're talking about the two biggest name brand schools in the Big 12 leaving for what is considered to be the premier conference, particularly in football, and that's the SEC. And so when I look at the Big 12, I think, well, what's really left here? Baylor, I mean, they're good in football, and obviously they were national champions in basketball. Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas is a historically great basketball program, terrible football program. 
Kansas State, Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas Tech, West Virginia. Like, there's really not a lot left in the Big 12. And I would think that schools like West Virginia, in particular, would look to hustle up and try and join the Big 10, or I think they fit better in the ACC. But the point is, is that if these two big brands, like Oklahoma and Texas, leave to go join the SEC, I think other conferences, in particular the Pac-12, they got to be looking around thinking um, what's left out there and who could come join us because it's about now, it's about creating super conferences. And and this right. is not necessarily new because I can tell you this, Clinton, when I played college football, we started out as an independent. We eventually became the Big East. Yeah. And then the Big East got blown up. And most that. of the members of the Big East kind of joined the ACC, Miami, Pitt, Virginia Tech, Boston College, Syracuse, these kinds of schools. Well, arguably, the beginning of the Big East football was the beginning of sort of all of this. So you were definitely there for that. Yeah, so what do you think about all this? Because if, because if I'm SC and I'm UCLA, I mean, I, I got to be thinking about either, A, is the Pac-12 going to expand, which I think it should. If not, where do I want to be or how do I fit into all of this? So this is, this is a very multi-layered discussion that I think has a couple points that are necessary to bring up. Number one is just Texas in general. Like Texas as a program, as sort of an existence in America – is a large brand that does not do a whole lot of winning. So, like, it, you know, their sort of pull in this, it feels much more self-centered than I think it kind of probably should. But also, like, with the NIL element now being a part of the college athletics experience, on some level, it kind of feels like a little bit more slimy because you're like, well, what exactly are we doing here in terms of what the collegiate athletic experience is do we really need a super conference for college football like what 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 are what are we trying to prove there everybody likes it kind of fine and i don't mean just in terms of realignment i mean in terms of the constant chasing of the dollar for institutions if they were not going to go to kids before and kids can make their own money, this feels like extra greedy, if that makes sense. Like, Texas is not guaranteed to be playing for anything just because they go to, and neither is Oklahoma, just because they go to the Southeastern Conference. It just kind of feels like running away from something where you're already the huge fish in a pretty huge pond. You know, like, moving to the ocean is just, I don't get it, you know? So there's that. And the other thing is this, like, as for the West Coast teams, I think at that point, at this point, for maybe maybe only for SC, because SC would probably be part of some super conference, maybe as the West Coast, but you've got to start selling a different experience almost. Like, hey, you can come out here and you can play college sports, you can make a lot of money in a fun market, and you can get on with your life. You know what I mean? And like, I, I flipped that back to you, Cap, because I wonder, like, what, did you know that you were going to – I mean, were you planning to go to the NFL? Like, what was your sort of psychological max out of why you were even doing it? You know, yeah. because I think that that's what we're looking at that might change next for just who college athletes are altogether. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, listen, truth be told, coming out of high school and going into a college football program like Pitt, I thought, um, hey, look, I'm going to have a chance to play on TV, and I'm going to yeah. show all my buddies here that, uh, that told me I was a joke for even saying that I was going to play big-time college football. You're going to be watching me play on Saturday night. Um, when we're playing Notre Dame on ESPN, you're going right. to be watching me play. And, and that's really all I was thinking. And then as I got older and I started to have some success and I started to see all my buddies become first round draft choices, um, I said, OK, you know what? Maybe I'll have a chance to play in the NFL. And but it was never really like the goal. Um, the goal was I didn't go into college thinking NFL, whereas I think a lot of kids now. I mean, it's like this kid at, at Alabama, the quarterback. This dude hasn't played one down. 
not one snap. And he's got a million dollars worth of endorsement deals. Whereas this kid, Mikey Williams, who's his basketball player, his high school basketball player, is going to be a junior in high school. He's got 5 million Instagram followers. So he's an influencer. So I understand his value. But I think so many of these kids now, that's all they're thinking about is, how am I going to get to the NFL? Or how am I going to get to the NBA? How am I going to build my following? How am I going to make money with it? Yeah, but I think, hold on. I think that that over, that under... It undersells, shall I say, what the nature is of the purpose of all that. Like, they're trying to get jobs. Whether that's not a job in the league or a job just being you, like, I think that's where the sort of experience part changes. If you're a college trying to recruit kids, you say exactly what you say, Cap. You say, hey, you get to play on TV. We got a, I saw, I saw a coach at ACC Media Day. I can't remember who it was. He got up and he talked about what rank media market. It was Tennessee's new coach. He said, we're a top 10 social media market and we're the top social media market in the conference. And that was a legit selling point at an SEC Media Day press conference. Like, and to me, I think that's what sort of everybody's trying to push this stuff in terms of competition. I, I don't think that's where it actually changes that much in college football. I think that there's a handful of good coaches who have a reasonable grasp on the best 200 players every year and they're all probably going to the same places but why a kid wants to go play football at one school versus another might change drastically and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing I could see a lot of people being like I don't want to play some 18 game outrageous super season where everything I do is under a microscope like sure it would be great to play in the NFL but if the NFL is going to find me they're going to find me I might as well have some fun at a place I actually like as just opposed to a place that's already on a huge platform because I can do it myself you know, I think that this is going to have different level changes to what the game of college football is, and people necessarily realize with their first look. Yeah, I, um, I, I've for years though, everybody was waiting for a mid-major football program to have kind of that Boise State versus Oklahoma Fiesta Bowl kind mm-hmm. of win, and and those those it's just not going to happen. No. I mean, if if you if you look at the SEC and you look at these two big brands moving from the Big or from the uh, Big Twelve, I I just keep bringing it back, Clinton, to what happens in the Pac twelve. If yeah. I'm USC and I'm UCLA and I really can't get a whole lot of run because East Coast people barely even see these games, Clinton, do you realize that last year when when the Pac twelve actually came back to play football? They played 9 a.m. games so that they could be noon Eastern games on the East Coast and people would actually see USC play football on the East Coast. I guess my point is, is that as I see these two big brands leave their conference, their traditional conference, to go to the SEC where they're not walking in as the two big guys, hardly. No, I mean, they're, they're kind of walking remotely. in as middle of the pack, and I think Texas football is walking in down at the bottom of the SEC. Texas has lost to Maryland twice in the past five years. They're de- absolutely coming in at the bottom of that discussion. Yeah, the only thing Texas really has is, you know, that they're, they are, they've got their own network. They got an absolute crap ton of money. And when it comes to selling merchandise, Texas is always at the top of the list. Um, so sure. I, I, I am so shocked that these teams are, are leaving. And the notion is that they're going to leave and start playing in the SEC like immediately because it's going to cost them about $80 million to get out of their deals. And they yeah. got that kind of cash. I don't get it, though. I, I mean, I get it. People say, well, it's for the money. Well, what for the money? Like, what is the mo- You know what I'm saying? Like, you're already raking the money hand over fist. You know what I'm saying? Why are you going to upset the apple cart? Like, it's just there's a 
I don't want to use the word greed because listen, we're all doing this kind of stuff for a reason, but like it just doesn't feel necessary. It doesn't feel like it's actually going to add to the Texas brand. That's that's the other part of this. This is a whole other discussion. But yeah. as for yeah. USC and UCLA, I think UC, USC in particular, because they still are a national brand on some level, has a lot to gain from this, which is people could be like, you know what? Forget that. I'll stay at USC. People are going to see me anyway, and I'll have some fun in Los Angeles. Not a terrible right. decision if you're a 17-year-old. Yep. Stick around, everybody. Coming up. So yesterday we started talking about what happens when certain players don't want to be pressured by the NFL to get the vaccine, and are any of them going to retire? Well, maybe the players won't, but already a coach has been fired. We'll get to that story coming up. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. <laughs> Yo, that genuinely made me laugh because I was definitely actively thinking, has Cap even seen this movie? Not even remotely of the belief that that's the case. Have you seen Poetic Justice? Well, you got to understand, this movie came out in the early Stalling, 90s. Like, early stall, Greg. Early no, no, stall I'm, tactic. I'm, I'm I, I hear it. I hear it. I'm hesitation. Tell, hesitation. No, no. But you got to remember, I, I've told these stories before that – in college, playing college football on Friday nights before Saturday games, the coaches and the players would all go to the movies on Friday. It was a big yeah. tradition. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not like I went to the movie theater by myself and went, hey, you know what? Uh, poetic justice. I'm going to check this out. But I did see it. But I got to be honest with you. I mean, it's it's now been 28 years, something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. It's a forget. It's not a forgettable movie, but I think that most people what they remember from that movie is simply Pac and Janet. That's, that's it. That's like, it. That's you know, it. Yeah, I, I could not. I could not chalk talk the plot line of Poetic Justice with you right now. And I've probably anybody? seen that movie 50 times. Can anybody do that? Can anybody really like go through? I like when when I hear Poetic Justice, I go, okay, Janet Jackson, Tupac. I know the movie. But I should I know really... that movie better than I do, but I just, you know, it's one of those things that, like, when people, how to explain this? Like, when people who are majorly famous do something with somebody else who's majorly famous, but, like, they, I mean, they were both obviously very big at the time, but, like, the only reason I think of Poetic Justice because I think of those two people in the same place, but if I think of them independently, I very rarely think of that project. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's a, it's it's forgettable in that sense because they were such stars that managed to be in the same place at the same time that it's so many other things, but still a very good movie. Yep, I couldn't tell you much about it at all. I really couldn't. But you're right. I mean, listen, I'm bad at this stuff, man. Like, I don't know what it is, but it seems like every movie that George and LZ have seen, I haven't seen any of them. Every time I bring one up, I'm like, yo, you guys like Stripes or Fast Times? Or like, never saw them. I'm like, I know. <laughs> well, and, that's the other side of America. But, you know, I definitely saw that movie... That sound. Well, so th this state. Yeah, I, oh, I was about to say that. Not that we're not just talking about this, but I was thinking. Wait, that was a summertime movie. Of course, it's summertime right now. But I haven't been in school so long that I didn't think about that. Because this was one of those where you ask a girl to go see it, but asking a girl to go see a movie in the summer is a different like equation than it is during the school year. Because if you go during the school year, let's say you're in like middle school, you're probably going to be there with a bunch of your other friends and you're going together, but other people you know are going to be there. Summer, wide open. You never know. You know what I mean? I saw this with a girl in the summer. It was fun.
Been a long time, man. Uh, since 1993 is when that movie came out. Hey, Clinton Yates is in, and he's going to be here all week next week. George is going to be on vacation. LZ is on an extended vacation. And I've mentioned to you a couple times that on Wednesday of next week, we'll be out at Rams training camp. Clinton, yesterday we got into a bit of a deeper conversation about the pressure that the NFL is putting on its players to get vaccinated. And the pressure is pretty simple. It's like, okay, guys, if you're unvaccinated and you bring COVID to your team, your team will have to forfeit games. And not only will your team not get paid, but the opposing team will win the game, but they won't get paid either. And so the notion is that the NFL is pressuring all of its players to get vaccinated, whether they want to or they don't. So one of the first guys that jumped into this conversation was the wide receiver from Arizona, DeAndre Hopkins, who said, you know what? And he, he deleted the tweet, but at first it was like, I may retire rather than play. And I'm like, dude, give me a break. All right. Unless you've got generational wealth, unless you've got Tom Brady's Super Bowl rings, you're probably not really willing to give up your football career over this vaccination. You still may not get vaccinated, but you're probably not willing to give up your career. I don't think any player will retire from the NFL over this issue. Doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to take the shot. But today, the Minnesota Vikings fired an offensive line coach because he refused to get the vaccine. So jump in here. What do you think about what the NFL is doing? I think there's two things. I think there's the practical matter, practical matter, excuse me. And I think there's also the kind of forced judgmental matter that people are adding into it because they don't necessarily agree with the practical matter. Number one, there's no way the NFL would be able to get through a season if they didn't enforce this. I mean, I think that they simply learned that last year. Let's not forget what we were dealing with last year. There were games all over the place. There was a game on a Tuesday, for God's sake. Yeah. Does anybody forget that? No, you know what I I'm saying? Was, like, the Pittsburgh it was, Steelers were playing in the middle of the day on like it a was Tuesday. Outrageous. Or, yeah. It was outrageous. It was a mess, you know? And so the practical element here for the league is one thing. And I, I would almost go so far as to say, I'm not going to be so cynical, but like, that's probably what's driving this. You know, you'd like to think it's a public health matter where they're like, hey, you probably should get vaccinated because, like, that's what smart people are doing. But, like, it's probably more due to, due, just due to the fact that they want to play the season without a bunch of nonsense, you know? And so, like, you can separate that from the practical decision, I mean, the um, sort of judgmental decision of, well, should it be okay to take away money if guys aren't vaccinated? Well, I mean, you know, if you're not playing, you're not playing, dog. You know what I mean? And we're all out here trying to play. And so, like, I think that if you're going to get rid of a coach, first of all, you don't get rid of a coach only because of that. But, like, it makes sense to me, yo. It's like, listen, you're not playing as a team. And if as a team we need to do this and you're not doing it, you ain't on the team no more. Like, it's not that hard for me to understand why a team would enforce this or why the league would go through with it. Yeah, you know, we were talking about this whole movement in college football and, you know, trying to figure out w about the money part of it. Listen, yeah. if, you're, if you're an owner of an NFL football team and your football team is worth $2.5 billion and you all of a sudden uh, can't have your team play and you have to forfeit games um, and, and you think you have a Super Bowl team because certain players didn't want to do this to themselves, um, I, I just I see this as billionaire owners saying, hey, guess what happened last year, guys? There were nobody in the stands. We didn't sell any beer. We didn't sell any soda. We weren't selling hot dogs. We weren't overcharging people for parking. We weren't selling merchandise at our home games. Guess what? We lost our asses last year. And I know we're billionaires, so everybody just assumes you can absorb it. But I'm just saying we lost a ton of money last year. We've got to play this season. we got to play it all year long. We can't lose games. And you know what? 
you're going you're gonna to have to face all of your teammates in that locker room when one unvaccinated guy comes and brings it in and then you know we all can't play. And you know the other part of this, Clinton? Mm-hmm. I was watching an interview that uh, Rich Eisen gave. You know who Rich Eisen is from the NFL Network, right? So Rich Eisen was giving this interview to Anderson Cooper on CNN. And he's like, look, dude, I'm just coming out of quarantine. I had uh, the double Pfizer vaccine done in February, and I got a positive COVID test. And what Eisen was saying was, hey, look, um, I'm not in the hospital. I'm not on a ventilator. Um, right. I'm not you know, facing death. I'm 52 years old and relatively healthy, but I still got it. So you can get it even as a vaccinated person. And... You know, with L.A. saying, hey, now you've got to wear masks inside. I mean, I think I, I don't think we're quite as in the clear as many of us. I'm pretty arrogant about it. Many of us thought, hey, I'm vaccinated. I'm good. Right. And I, I mean, and that's that's that's, that's the other element of this, Scott, is that there's an educational component here for, I think, a lot of guys. The vaccine is not a cure. Like, I don't want to get all into this chalk talk here. But like my point is, is that it's a health concern like any other health concern in the league. You know what I'm saying? And like for them to address it this flatly, I don't want to go so far as to say it's impressive, but it's certainly effective. I think this is going to work. I think you're going to see a lot more people that are like, I'm not messing up my money. You know what I mean? I'm going to go ahead and get vaccinated so I don't have to deal with this just from a logistical level. It doesn't mean that getting vaccinated means that all of a sudden you should start operating as if it's not possible for you to get COVID. I mean, again, the whole point of getting vaccinated is so that you don't spread it, not that you don't get it, you know, and like whatever. My point is, though, is that I really think that the league has shown a little leadership here in a place that not a lot of people thought that they would, you know, and at the very least, You'd like to think that this is going to make it more fun to be able to go to games. I mean, the scary next step, I think, for a lot of people is if owners start saying, you can't come into my building to even watch football if you're not vaccinated and have proof. That's yeah. where things get to a level I think where folks start start to get a little iffy, but I won't be surprised if we see that at all. Oh, my God. I'm totally expecting that to happen. When we go to Rams training camp next week, yeah. I've, I know we've already had to like submit our yeah. vaccinations so that the Rams understand. And when we get there, we have to take a rapid test. So, you know, they're not exactly just welcoming us in going, okay, you've shown us your card. Welcome in. Right. They're actually coming in saying, hey, dude, look, we know you've got a vaccination. That's fine. But who knows what you might be carrying right now? Yeah. So, no, it's I mean, legit. Being extra I'll tell you what I'll be carrying. Them guns and my tank top. Oh yeah, okay. I'm uh, I'm looking okay. forward to yeah, this do thing. some push-ups this weekend, buddy. I'm gonna be doing push-ups. I'm gonna be doing <laughs> curls. I might even try and dehydrate myself so I can get rid of my fat belly. I'm gonna try. <laughs> All right, stick around. It is the highest-rated segment on SLK. Big deal or no deal? And coming up today on Fridays uh, from the LAFC. Defender Tristan Blackman is going to play Big Deal or No Deal. That's coming up next. SLK on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, it's time for Big Deal or No Deal on SLK on 710 ESPN. Speaking of big deals, it's a big deal that you call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call our friends at Sam and Ash Law, 800 because you deserve what's right. Clinton Yates, it turns out that Big Deal or No Deal on Friday features 
one of the stars from the LAFC. Laura, I hope you saw this guy play last week when you were hosting a big sweet night with Sliwa and <laughs> I Travis. I was not hosting. But <laughs> and everybody else. Uh, hey, listen, we're, we're doing another one coming up in September. I'm looking really forward to it. Nice. But maybe you saw Tristan Blackman play. He's getting ready to join us. I mean, if he was playing, I saw him. I mean, I'm new to I'm new to soccer, man. So give me a break. All right, all good. Hey, Tristan, what's up, man? Welcome to SLK on 710 ESPN. How you doing, dude? Good. Thanks for having me. All right. Hey, tell us uh, if you could just kind of give us just give us a, a quick Reader's Digest version of the journey from the University of Pacific coming to LAFC, being lent to teams in Phoenix from the USL, and now being back to MLS. Just just give us a little bit on the journey. Oh, yeah, it's been a ride for sure. Um, definitely grown up a lot since coming out of college. Um, learned a lot about myself on the field, off the field. But, no, it's been incredible. I love L.A., love the city, love the people. And, uh, yeah, just looking to ride it out. Nice. All right. Well, are, we well, get, are we getting to this game or what's going on? I want to yeah, hear let's, his let's, answers. Let's jump right into this game. <laughs> let's jump right in. Tristan, are, are you prepared? you feel like you've been told the rules, what we're going to do here? Big deal, no deal? You, you feel good? You feel ready? Nah, yeah, I feel pretty prepared. I'll see what see what's uh, thrown at me. Okay, but just be prepared because there could be a curveball coming at any moment. Okay. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, I think you. I think I'll right, be fine. <laughs> All right, yeah, he'll be just fine. All right, don't worry. Hey, Tristan, what's going on? This is the producer, Greg. My, um, I'm going to ask you some big deal or no deal questions. I may even throw in a couple would you rather questions because yeah, it's of course, fun whatever, man. Yeah, yeah. So we're, it's going to be a whole bunch of things. So Tristan, um, so. Producer Laura told us a story yesterday, who you were on the phone with, that she had a friend over past 930 uh, at night the other oh night God. and did not introduce him to her parents who were inside of the house. I'm grown, oh, bro. Seriously, no deal. Deal. bro. Hey, hey, don't hey, hey you don't, no, this is not for you. This is not for you. This is not, this <laughs> you, is not give you the answering. Context. No, hey, hey, hey. No, no, no. Tristan gets to answer the question. Is this a big deal or no deal with no comments from the peanut gallery? Uh, no deal, no deal. Thank you, thank you. Wrong Good man. Thank you. Good man. Wrong thank answer. You. This is the yeah. correct answer. <laughs> Tristan is a cool dude. That's what no, this comes down no, to. No, he he don't have kids. Business that's, trip, that's buddy. Means. He you just know? convinced so me more to be an LAFC fan than the one that was trying to convince me last week. <laughs> now, Tristan, if you were at if you were at a at someone's house after nine thirty at night and their parents were there. Would you introduce yourself or ask to be introduced? Uh, depends, man. I don't Thank know. You. Yeah, Tough to say. Right. Tough to say. Well, let me right. just add that's, one there's small. There's no way that's add, a hard, fast rule, Greg. Let me just add one last detail to all of this, Tristan. You're there at a female's house to watch Space Jam 2 in her bedroom. Do you think you want to meet the parents? No. No, nah, I'm not gonna. No, nah, I'm not gonna ask to. Thank no you. <laughs> Can we put this matter to rest? Okay. Yes, please. Good this is how this show works, you've Clinton. Me, you've asked Laura. Clinton. You've wasted Tristan's time with this. Come on. We've led the witness. <laughs> this is how this show works. We keep things going forever. All right, Tristan. <laughs> Tristan. Now we're gonna move over to Clinton. So Clinton just moved, and he paid. He with money. He paid a mover to pack for him. Is this a big deal or as no well deal? as move? Pack and move. A block Pack away. And move. A block. A block big deal away. For sure. oh, oh, that oh, means why that is it a big deal? deal, or that's a big deal not to do? No, it's <laughs> no, a big deal. Big deal for sure. Is that because you think that you should? I mean, if you can pay somebody to pack for you and move your stuff, I mean, you, you like that move? 
I mean, I would. I have a lot of stuff, and I'm pretty lazy, so I would rather have somebody else do it. Thank you, know? you, yeah, you once go. again. All right. Yates is two for two on this one, okay? Just need to let the record state that I know what I'm doing in this world. Yep, and Tristan Blackman's <laughs> one for one, he's one for two so far on his free throws in this game. <laughs> I'm, I'm with Uh-oh. him. He's two for two with me. <laughs> and he won when I went to see them, so that's good. <laughs> All right, Greg, what else you got for Tristan Blackman of the LAFC? All right, Tristan, we're going to move over to some would-you-rather questions. And Got it. These were, these were some pretty funny ones that we went over with the guys a little bit earlier, but would you rather be a wizard or a superhero? Superhero, for sure. Three for three. Why is that? I've always wanted to be the Flash. I don't know why. But superheroes away from me. Plus wizards. All right. Like, wizards are weird. You're, you guys are yeah, crazy. You got to grow a long beard and stuff. And I, I mean, See, right. it, it doesn't need to happen. You don't need to grow the beard. No, no, beard. Let it go, Greg. He said no. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> you carry a wand. You got to wear a schmata. It's terrible. <laughs> all right. Another would you rather. So would you rather all the chats on your phone leak or all of the photos on your phone leak? Chats, chats for sure. See, I said the same oh, thing. Oh, the chat's really. I don't need my photos being out there. Like, so, dude, what's in your phone that you don't uh, want people see, to see? You know Tell what? me. No, yeah, well, keep the train yeah. on the track. Come on. Come on. I'm going yeah, to refrain. <laughs> five for five, Greg. This guy is on fire. All right. Too far, Cap. Oh, dude, my goodness. Give him a goodness. chance to answer. Seriously. Well, yeah, because nobody needs to answer that question, especially when they don't want to. <laughs> All right. So let's do this. We're going to do one other random thing here. We are going to move over to the family feud. Wow. Oh, oh man. It's time to play the, oh. feud. play the feud. I don't hear the music, so we're not playing the feud. Oh, here we go, oh, Tristan. There it is. Do you know the All family right, feud? here we go. Do you know it? Do you know the game? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's do go. this. See, this is the fun stuff right here, huh, Tristan? All right, so here we go. Welcome back to the SLK Family Feud, and this is what we're going to do. We're going to go in a certain order here. So, Tristan, you're going to go first, then Cap, then Clinton, and then Laura. Top six answers on the board, three strikes. Name the most annoying thing others do. Drive, other drivers do on the road. The most annoying thing other drivers do on the road. Honk the horn. That is not on the Ooh, list. I'm so sorry, but that was a good answer, though. Very good That's answer. Good answer. Can can we just yeah. let him know that Greg's list are always booty? New list. This is a 2021 list. Okay, 2021 list. We'll see, Greg. We'll see. We need a new update. Whose go is it? Cap. Cap, you're up, buddy. Okay. Uh, okay, Steve, I'm going to say drive with Miss your Greg. blinker on. That is not on the list. Yeah, I'm oh, so sorry. Oh, yeah, the, oh, because right, it's the exact opposite. The number Booty one answer list. probably is not, not using the turn signal. That is absolutely on the list, and that is the number one answer. Talk on to your boy. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good answer, handsome. Good answer, handsome. <laughs> All right, Laura, two strikes. Sorry. Name the most annoying thing other drivers do on the road. Driving too damn slow. <laughs> That's got to be one. Speed. Speed. That is on there. Number yeah. six. Speed. Answer, speed is on the Good list. Answer, Laura. A lot Good of pressure answer. on right. Tristan now. Tristan, back to you. Two strikes oh, on the board. God. Name the most annoying thing other drivers do on the road. Text. 
Ooh, yeah. Ooh, that, That's uh, I will allow that one. Talk on the phone, but using the phone does work in this situation. Okay. So that good is answer. on the board. Good answer. Good let's answer, go. Tristan. Good answer. Yeah, let's go. LFG. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. All right, <laughs> Kaplan. Two strikes on the board. Still three answers left. The number two, three, and four answers. Name the most annoying thing other drivers do on the road. Give you the finger, Steve. The finger. Ah, uh, that's a good answer. Unfortunately, it is not on the board, and that is booty on the list. No, listen. I knew the number one answer immediately. So what is it? you know, is it Michael also on the board? Followed? No, we're out of. We're out. So follow oh, okay. too close was also on the. That's board. That's what I was going to say. Tailgating. That's what I was going to say next. Uh, yeah, tailgating. That was on, and and cut you off was also uh, on oh, the man. board. Now we can. Yeah. I suck at this game. So I good suck. job, Tristan. <laughs> very, very well done there. Thank you, Tristan. Appreciate Who do you guys got next, buddy? Uh, we play Vancouver tomorrow. Okay. Dude, go get it, yeah. man. You already know. You know the yep. vibes. Yeah. All right, I have a question for him. Go ahead. I mean, I know he's an athlete, and you guys take care of yourselves and all that good stuff, but right? But he's lazy, he said. <laughs> no, he's smart. <laughs> That's what I heard. So tomorrow is National Tequila Day. What tequila oh, is yeah. your go-to tequila that you're like, ooh, I'm going to celebrate with that? Uh, probably if I was going to drink, which I probably won't because I have training the next day. Of course, you I do. would probably have Casamigos. Ooh, Bang. That's what we seven did. for seven. Wow. Okay, Everybody's vindicated. Casamigos, <laughs> vindicated. Unbelievable. That is exactly what Clinton and I said. Unbelievable. Thank you. It's been a great show today. Have to, have to. <laughs> well, hey Tristan, good luck tomorrow. So the last Vancouver, question, dude. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah, yeah, Greg's not done. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Greg. You no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm done. It's Big just, killer. I, we have a, we we play a game called overrated underrated. Oh Was God. this interview overrated or underrated? <laughs> <laughs> no, so, severely underrated. We needed yeah. more of those. Sure. Yes, sir. Very nice. Hey, Tristan. Great talking to you, brother. And uh, and good luck tomorrow. And uh, get back on those winning ways. And we appreciate it, dude. Thanks for being a good sport. No, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks, All man. Right. Tristan Blackman, defender of the LAFC. I love this game with these guys on Friday because you get to see who can kind of think on their feet. That was good, man. Greg almost, almost crashed the plane there at the end. Right? <laughs> no, no, I, wa I wanted to get to that. I, wa I just wanted to hear what they had to say about, about our interview style of asking them, like, silly questions. Right. Oh, what man. he should have answered was, wait a second, this was an interview? No, yeah, exactly. I, didn't I, didn't know know. Know. I, I just like came on to play some games. No, he did Yeah, me like too. It. Yeah, you I did. think that it's like out of the norm, right? Because I, when I used to interview artists and I would throw them like a crazy question, they're like, oh, I like that. That's so different because they're so used to the who are you playing or where are you playing? What's the next show? You know, something like yeah, that. Yeah. So they like the out of the box thing. Yeah. When a PR person goes to you and you're like, hey, do you want to do an a, a, a interview with a sports radio show? You're like, oh, no, no, I'm good. Like, oh, they're going to just play games with you. They're not even going to ask you any sports questions. Yeah, I'm in. Let's do it. Yep. This is you know, fun. It changes it. All right, let's producers do this. out there. Listen. Clinton Yates is here today. He'll be here all week next week. George is on vacation. By the way, when George takes vacation, you know what his vacations are? I'm hosting the jump. Like, huh. dude. Take a Very break. Well. You know the draft is next week, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, no, actually, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I was just like, I, was like, I have a feeling he doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Did you, did you know that the MLB trade deadline was next week? Uh, that one was on my radar a little bit more, yeah. 
You know what's funny, though? I'm going to tell you guys something. The other day. Would you uh, rather? (laughs) Yeah. The other day, I I saw a tweet from Lewis Riddick from ESPN, and the NBA Finals came to an end, and Lewis Riddick sent out a tweet that said, okay, it's officially football season. And I retweeted it. I'm like, yes, it is. Because in my life, when, when, when you're a Padres fan, once the all-star break happens, it's football season because you're never in it. I mean, usually the baseball season was over before May, but now, you know, they're still live. They're still in it. But yeah, I mean, I, my mind starts to shift. NBA finals are over and I start thinking about football season, but we still got a long way to go here in the baseball season, Clinton. Yeah, I mean, in like, you know, we'll be at we'll be at we'll be at Rams training camp next week, so it will definitely be football season by then. But I think for those of us who are sort of, you know, we we like our football on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? I think that we're a little premature on this. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely still baseball season in Southern California. That is not going anywhere anytime soon. The pods, you know, the pods are still a fun team, but the Dodgers are, you know, the Dodgers are fun too. But I mean, I I think for me. This fo- we were just talking about this last segment. This football season, on many levels, is going to be about as chaotic as we've seen between teams trying to jump conferences, number one, on the college level, and number two, NFL teams trying to figure out what's going on in their own locker rooms with the vaccine. You know, there, there are a lot of non-football intriguing storylines that will definitely be affecting the football, I think, in a summertime that are, in fact, as interesting as just figuring out who's throwing darts, you know what I mean, in OTAs or whatever. I, I'm with you on that. So listen, hey, by the way, speaking of interesting, listen to this. So this morning, my phone starts buzzing, you know, and it wasn't text messages. It was just news alerts. And this news alert came out and it, I probably got like four or five different alerts from whatever news services I've I've left the uh, notifications on from. And um, I'm a notifications guy. Are you, do you turn notifications off or do you keep them on? I way off, bro. I keep a lot of notifications. I on. can't. Yeah, that I can't deal with that level of intake. Yeah. You know, if I need to know something's happening, I'll go find it. I'm a, I'm a naturally curious person on my own, so I don't need notifications. All right. So my phone starts buzzing this morning with all these news services, and they're sending me these headlines, and it's the same story over and over and over again. And the headline is the Cleveland Indians are going to change the name of their team. So after the Washington football team and their their arrogant owner finally was pushed into a corner and he couldn't fight it any longer because at that point it wasn't just about offending Native American Indians. It was about all the other problems that were happening inside of his franchise. And he's like, okay, I'll change the name of the team. Leave me alone. So the Cleveland Indians are going to change the name of their team. And I was like, wow, is this... Is this really like a monster story? Everybody's hitting my phone with this story is happening. So I'll throw it to you guys. What do you think of the Indians changing their name, one? And two, what do you think about the name that they're changing it to? Clinton, what do you say? Well, first of all, look, I I was at the All-Star game in Cleveland two years ago when Vlad Guerrero hit all those bombs and didn't win the whole thing. The only reason I bring that up is because I wrote a column about it at the time, which was explaining like, there was a time that it was believed that Cleveland almost got the All-Star game yanked because they had Chief Wahoo as part of their main imagery, but then they took that away. And it was like considered, oh, great, hey, look at Cleveland. You're moving in the right direction. And I was concerned that there were going to be a lot of mouth breathers who were like, no, we're never changing it because people were dressing up in red face as recently as like three seasons ago in Cleveland, which is insane. But The reason I say that is because there were a lot of people that were really rooting for Cleveland to do something 
not just smart, but like cool. And in this case, they did something lazy and dorky. And like, I'm sorry. Like, okay, great. It's not just about the change, but like the name kind of sounds like the old name. And if the whole point of changing the old name is that you don't want people to think about the old name because it represents something that we we don't want to be doing, well, then why would you just change it to something that sounds just like it, number one? Number two, like... Guardians is dorky, bro. Like, I'm not. Like, just not cool. Sorry. It doesn't track with me. So, like, the reasons are one thing, and, like, it just – it it's not far away enough from something that I think if you're going to admit out loud you need to change, which they haven't, by the way, uh, is good enough. Not to mention the spiders were right there. They went from possibly having – the number one sports mascot in all of professional sports in America, major pro sports, to the worst. Okay, that's the decision that they made, in my opinion. Not great, Bob. So the Cleveland Spiders was yeah. the was the other name that it came down to? That was a baseball team, yeah. So I, I got to tell you, you're not probably going to be surprised by this, but um, I see it a little differently. Um and by the way, I don't even really care that much about the story. Um, although, if it was offensive to people, I think it's a positive move to to get away from it. But because I never really thought it was a big deal, and then people were like, "Oh yeah, you don't you don't think it's a big deal?" I'm like, "It's a problem." Yeah, right. I mean, but like, we don't have to argue over that. But like, yeah, it's offensive enough people, and it's 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 2021, man. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. and I'm not saying that to, at you. I'm just saying that to you. No, no, it's yeah. all good because because people would, would would like shock me into reality by saying this. They're like. Oh, you don't think it's a problem, Chief Wahoo? You don't you don't think it's a problem being called the Cleveland Indians? I'm like, no, I don't, I, no, no, not really. And then they're like, okay, what if they change the name to the Cleveland Jews and it's the same guy only he's wearing a yarmulke? You got a problem? I'm like, hey, 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 hey! Now you're getting too personal here. Come on now. And so that snapped me into like, okay, got it. It's offensive. They should change it. But the Guardians, I saw the logo and I went, okay, Indians, Indians, okay. Guardians, Guardian. Oh, okay. I see what they did here. They still have the Indian. In, yeah, the, yeah. Like Lazy. the end of it is <laughs> Guardians, Indians, Indians, Guardians. Like and the I, logos uh, and the and the font is kind of all the same. They just went from hey, so we're the Indians, but it's offensive, so let's change the name. How about we come up with Guardians because it kind of sort of sounds like the same thing almost. And I thought, well, that was kind of witty and smart. But you're 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 kind of convincing me here a little bit that it was it was kind of lazy and, and dumb. Yeah, and like that's the thing. I don't need to get into a whole discussion about representation. This is standalone whack. You know what I'm saying? Like, and on top of that, it's lazy moving from something that was important. And like, it's annoying too because like Cleveland is a relatively good sports town. People there love the teams, and they don't even necessarily care if they win or lose. Yeah, I just, it just felt like Cleveland deserved a better effort for something cool, especially something that had retro ties. I'm not even just saying this because I think Spiders is a cool name. I'm just like, really, the Guardians? You named your baseball team after a bunch of statues on a bridge? Are you kidding me? Nobody outside of Cleveland even knows what the hell that bridge is. You know, like, I don't know. This no, just I didn't know anything about it. I, I just thought that Guardians sounded like Indians, and I thought that's why they did it. That probably is why they did it. But what I'm saying is that they managed to roll out this whole Tom Hanks narrated video that doesn't even explain why they're changing it, and half of it is this you know, big drone shot of a bridge in Cleveland that nobody's ever heard of. I know what it is because I went to college in Ohio and I know a million guys from Cleveland. But, like, you're not marketing that nationally. I mean, you're apparently even marketing that locally. I just, I don't know, man. I was really hoping for more and it just came out real slapdash, it seems. You know, and that's that's a bummer because it's a big deal. But on top of that, you know, it, they had a chance to really do something fun and they didn't do it. All right. So, listen, guys, we're getting ready to wrap up this week. It's been a great week here on the show. 
Um, Clinton's going to be with us all week next week, which is going to be fun. We're going to be at Rams training camp. Greg, I'm going to throw this to you. Okay, here it comes. Tell me what you got cooking this weekend, dude. What do you got going on? Oh, I am going to be doing some shopping. We spend some time with my daughter. We are going to get a bunch of camping stuff for when we go on our camping trip in a couple of weeks. And uh, you know, just hanging. What, what's camping. on the list? The short list for like, because you mentioned that you're going sort of full electronic detox. You know what I'm saying? Yes. No phone. Yeah. Signal. So what what's on the list for your daughter to bring at that point if the iPad's out? Or do you cheat with the iPad because you're just trying to keep your sanity? Like, where does that no, go? No, so we're actually driving. It's going to take it's about 11 hours. We'll probably stop in Sacramento and spend the night there. But we're driving from L.A. to Northern California into the mountains. And so she'll have the iPad on the way up. Okay. But after that, it's gone. It's done. You There is no electronics whatsoever once we get to the camp itself. Then she gets to go into like the craft area or she can go into do some woodwork or she can go swim in the river, wherever walk, do all right. that kind of stuff. Be outside, pick, you know, pick some apples, be on right. horses okay. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. All right. That's so it sounds like you got, you got your plans for the weekend. Laura, um, are we doing tacos and tequila tomorrow? What, <clears throat> what do we got going on? Laura works tomorrow and sunday oh dear <laughs> so i don't get a day off for like three weeks okay. um but in the morning just hiking and gym and maybe a mimosa somewhere before work <laughs> That's about it. i got a porn i got a boring life for the next three weeks whoa 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 Fair before enough. work that's not working here right no, bro. <laughs> no, bro. I, do I work here weekends? No. <laughs> no, I know, but yeah, if you're drinking before you go to that All place, right. I don't know. We've done enough personal life. Yeah. Goodness. Clinton, what do you got? Live. What do you got going on? I mean, maybe you're going to be moving all weekend or, or getting organized all weekend. But while I'm asking you about that, anything uh, people should read from you this weekend? Listen well, to you? I've what do you got, got I've got the well. First of all, thank you for asking. My new podcast, Black History Always, is coming out next week, which is basically going to be me, you know, just delving into the lives of like regular, interesting black folks, you know, in and around the sports world. I think a lot of people sort of look at us as like either you know everything is about history books or it's like cool and social media. It's like Yo, plenty of us just walking around, trying to make a buck, living our life. You know what I'm saying? And we do interesting things that make people happy and are impactful on the globe. So I'm going to be trying to tell those stories. But this weekend, I got a brunch situation. Like a oh friend my. of mine, my homie, who's in town, invited me to a brunch. I'm kind of excited. You know why? Because as a member of the Handsome Man community, it's a fun time. No, I'm kidding. But uh, I'll be going out with my buddies who are in town. So I'm excited. All right. Sounds good, man. Sounds really good. I, on the other hand, thanks for asking. I, um, I, I will, I will say. What are you doing, Cap? Thanks, buddy. Yeah, Cap, uh, what are you doing? We want to know so bad. Let me tell you what, oh, we got to wrap. Oh, I'm sorry. Darn it. Darn it. <laughs> let me tell you this, though. I've had my parents in my house since last Wednesday. My parents came to visit. My, the one extra bedroom I had in my house, which used to be my son's bedroom, he went off to college. I turned it into this studio. I gave my parents my master bedroom, with the, my bedroom, and they've been in there since last Wednesday. So this has been going on now for like 10 days. So tomorrow is kind of like the last day. I'm going to uh. take my parents to the airport. I'm going to ship them back to Florida, Boca del Vista Phase 4. And uh, I'm gonna get back to life a little bit here. Okay. This weekend, yeah, you've you know? been you've been sort of sh uh, what's it was shelved a little bit, like a Kenley Jansen kind of situation, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've blown three saves in a row. I can tell you that right now, no <laughs> doubt about it. Hey, Clinton Yates, we'll see you on Monday. Yeah. Um, have a great weekend. Enjoy. And uh, Greg Bergman, phenomenal week this week. Thank you very much for everything that you've done. Appreciate you, pal. 
Um, Laura, you were a f- great sport all week, 11-11. One of the highlights of the week, no, qu- no doubt about <laughs> oh it. God. To all of the 710 ESPN listeners, have a great weekend. Be safe out there. We're back on Monday. Peace.